0: right oh, let's so let's start this let's see how it goes <laughs> beautiful right well welcome again to the second episode of brown time everybody hello um my name is manny in case you've forgotten <laughs> and my name's priya um, but you wouldn't have forgotten one. that yeah no my iconic. name my name is so cool oh <laughs> yeah the coolest anyway <laughs> how, how have you been this week priya
1: I've been good. So basically lots of like chaotic energy been flying about because of Corona. Oh. Um, we love to see it. My mum and dad called me and they were like, Priya, London's gone in tier two restrictions. <laughs> and I was like, we've been new. Scotland's already in like tier one.
0: So- <laughs> <laughs> oh God, well, how are your parents doing in London? Like what's going on yeah, there? Cause, yeah, so for um, cause people obviously don't know because we haven't been uh, recording for
1: that long to talk about my whole life. But Aww. my parents basically moved from Birmingham to London recently. Absolute um, traitors!
0: Canada. Can I just say?
1: Huh?
0: No, I was saying you're absolute traitors.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I didn't hear what you said. I thought you said, "Can I just say?" and you pause? And I was like, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, what yeah. does she want to say now? Oh, I it- I'll carry
1: on. One um,
0: um Your parents moved to London at the peak of Corona.
1: Oh yeah, that was it. So basically my parents uh, moved during lockdown, which is actually quite a feat, um, and like an achievement. I feel like moving house is stressful enough anyway. Yeah. But to move during a like national pandemic and lockdown is quite an achievement.
0: Yeah. Um What so made we, them move we, out? Like what why did they reject Birmingham? What?
1: Um <laughs> They rejected their roots. No I'm joking. Um they basically it was kind of just like um more of a move because lots of my family live in London, so they were like oh it will be closer to family and also like after uni I think I'll probably move to London but I mean again who knows what the like the world holds for me yeah. um but I think they just actually just fancied like a change and I think they really just did want to move oh that's um, really nice I know I know because they've lived in Birmingham like their whole life as well that's they've never moved anywhere else
0: yeah and like Birmingham is great like I'm a proud Brummie and whatnot but like Birmingham doesn't have much to offer let's be honest <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, outside of the ball ring and just that city centre bit and dig birth.
0: And dig birth, oh my god.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, Izzy went to do a poetry slam. Um, Izzy is my girlfriend for anyone who doesn't know. Um, she went to do a poetry slam and in Birmingham and she was like oh my god Digbeth is so cool what the <laughs> hell and I was like mate all the people in my school didn't like Digbeth like that was the uh, that was the side of the track she didn't go to
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Dig- Digbeth was like I don't know I feel like Digbeth is now like starting to get this rep you know for like yeah. being like the cool hipster place but when we were at school yeah. it was like only just transitioning into that. So like a lot of yeah, like, yeah. badass kids at our school used to go to this like vintage shop, which was I swear like the only vintage shop in Birmingham. Like it didn't have yeah, Armstrongs oh God, like you do so here. Christ. So like this vintage shop was called Cow, but it yeah. like it was the kind of vintage shop that had like a lot of bomber jackets in and just a lot of like yeah. tracksuit bottoms. Like it didn't have any of yeah. like the leather jackets or whatever that you get at Armstrong's. It wasn't like fancy t- fancy vintage. It was um, it was interesting. <laughs>
1: Like, dirty vintage that, like, no one wants, like, the rejects, you know? Yeah, but everybody was obsessed with it. I think it was just because it was expensive,
0: so they were like, yeah. <laughs> I think
1: expensive it was also because it was cool. in just like a kind of like an abandoned warehouse vibe, so they were like, oh my god, wow, it's like not got painted walls. Ooh, how edgy, how edgy of our kids? <laughs> uh- but no, so, I mean, she went to Digbeth and she was like, oh my god, it's so cool. And she was like, I went to the place called the Custard Factory. Oh um. my god, wow. <laughs> and the Custard Factory was lit. I mean, I went a couple times and they had, like, that wall in the car park where there was all this graffiti. Oh, and yeah. you could, like, get your picture taken and it looked so cool.
0: <laughs> you can get your picture taken. <laughs> As if you have to <laughs> yeah, ask for that permission. That anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Digbeth is really cool. I really like the graffiti all over the places and stuff like that. Yeah. Like,
1: I mean it's It is. It is uh, it's a vibe. It really is a
0: vibe. Oh my god, this is like already mid-recording, but a reminder, we need to stop saying like so much.
1: <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah, sorry.
0: There was something else I can't remember, but if I do remember, I'll, I'll holler you in.
1: Yeah, holler, holler at me. <laughs> sorry everyone, we, uh, we're basic and we, we like to say like a lot.
0: Yeah, obviously our private school education just didn't manage to take that out of us.
1: <laughs> washed
0: over us oh no what's been happening with you Manny update us with your life what's happening with me Mm. um so I went to the library for the first time the other day (gasps) um how was it it was so weird because like outside you still had all of the students like smoking together and everything I thought that wouldn't yep. really be a thing but no they're still hot <laughs> on the smoking outside the library I don't really know what it is about the library that like attracts all of the smokers but you know I know I don't know
1: either it's I think it's the brutalist architecture people are like wow it's also a Jew the brutalist architecture you joker yeah no the library is
0: really <laughs> ugly <laughs> but yeah, we move yeah. on yeah and I just had to get some books out so I was just in and out but it was such a weird experience just like being at university again and seeing everything and everyone was just like looking at each other so scared and terrified. I mean, I don't know whether or not it was everybody, whether or not it was just me. And I was just kind of portraying that and manifesting it on the rest of the library. But I'm just going to (laughs) say it was everybody else.
1: (laughs) No, because with um, uni as well, it's going, it's it's kind of weird at the moment because, I mean, for the library, I know you have to book tables and stuff, which in some respects is better because it means you definitely get a seat. But, like, also, there's just... There's so much, like, weird stuff going on with Corona because I know that most of the Freshers' Week events were held in the library. Oh, really? Yeah, and I thought that was so weird because, I mean, I loved it when it was all held in, like, the Student Union and, like, the Apotero and, like you know bristow square and it was really cute yeah. but like everything was held in the library because that's the only place you could like socially distance
0: oh i see so how did it work because i wasn't here during freshers week i Go, only got up here like at the beginning of october so you have to fill me in on how it
1: like worked yeah so it was really weird so basically you know like in freshers week normally the meadows is packed with like lots of people who are like looking at google maps on their phone because oh. they're just lost with life
0: oh yeah sometimes that's yeah. me but you know we continue. <laughs>
1: the first time i came to see you in your flat though um when i moved last year i remember i had google maps up and i was like this place the meadows is such an enigma i was like there's so many different paths
0: <laughs> the meadows enigma bloody hell Priya! oh my and i know god. i
1: thought it was like a maze and i was like i can't get out so i just sat on a bench and cried for a bit and then i was like okay i know where i'm going <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god you have like google surprised. maps yeah freshness is a sad part you know this though because when I came to yours I was like "Manny, I just really don't like Pollock I don't like
0: it oh my god you know what I completely forgot about that because obviously you've blossomed since and whatever and it's really shaking because it's like your freshness experience was so outside of your personality and like who you are but it was Pollock wasn't it I can't believe you
1: were at Pollock I know it was so weird, and I was at Holland House as well, which is like the most anti-social one. Apparently, I don't know how everyone knew this. Oh. Like before they went to the uni, everyone was like, "Oh, you know, all the Londoners go there." And I was like, "How do you know?" Like I didn't know. You didn't get the memo. Of, no, I didn't. It was really sad. But basically, here's the tea. Um, so all the, I mean, you've probably seen this. Of like, I think it's like hashtag Pollock prisoner at the moment. Like it was in the news as well. Oh I'm yeah. Just kind of how people at Pollock are just basically being treated, like, quite badly.
0: Yeah, it's really terrifying what's going on in, like, the halls. And I feel yeah. like we're not really getting many updates from the university either. So, yeah, I mean, I'll let them carry on. But at the same time, like, I know that Pollockers can be annoying and whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I think Pollock prison is, it's an interesting word. And, you know, I hope they're doing okay.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it is weird, because I'm like, eh, you know I mean, in Chancellors, you have, like, a TV and a king-size bed, and you know, oh, all okay. that. But, oh, I mean, if they're, they're like apparently they are been given, like, a sandwich to, like, tie them over for the whole day and then, like... <laughs> someone described it as gruel in the evening and i was like i'm pretty sure they're not giving you gruel
0: but you, know. <laughs> you know if it's savory porridge you know like you can't yeah. that's probably really wonderful i think people just need to open their eyes to savory porridge more and stop calling it gruel
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh i when i was younger um so my cousin um, his grandma used to like make porridge and like no disrespect it was awful and like i i I, it put me off porridge for the rest of my life like oh i used to throw up after eating it and i just can't i can't even go near porridge without feeling ill. oh my
0: god why was it so bad
1: i don't know like it was kind of i was look i'm gonna say it was like lumpy but i know porridge is meant to be lumpy (laughs) but like it was kind of like gelatinous if that makes sense oh i get you Yeah, and it was just a bit like jelly, and I was like, this isn't nice.
0: Oh, I see. I don't know. I don't think I really had proper porridge until... I was like 15 because my family used to make porridge, but the way that they used to make porridge was kind of like they'd throw in a minimal amount of oats and then they'd like throw in kind of just lots of milk, lots of butter, lots of cream and sugar. And it was so far removed from like porridge, which is meant to be like a really healthy, fibrous, you know, meal. And it was just like this big bowl of almost like rice pudding, but a bit more hearty. It was terrifying, but I loved it at the same time. I mean, to be honest, we were an Indian family. Like, if it didn't have a lot of butter yeah. and sugar in, then, like, it wasn't Oh, really my God, amazing.
1: yeah. Like, butter needs to be added to everything. Like, on your ruddy, it needs to be added, which is basically, like, people who don't know, it's like... Um, a flatbread. Uh, it's like chapatis, if, uh, if that's how you pronounce it.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a chapati. It's a flatbread.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, oh, my God, the funniest thing was, I remember um, my, my friends were like, so, okay... You don't say naan bread, do you? Because that's like saying bread twice. You just say naan. And I was like, yes, you do. It's just naan. <laughs> but I mean, at least they, at least they were trying to, to get down with the with the culture. Yeah. Um, I completely forgot what I was saying now. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> with your porridge oatsing, oats thing, to be fair, you've upped your game. Because I remember in lockdown, you had this like little kind of... Oh, God. I want to say show, but it wasn't a show. It was kind of like...
0: Just me going mad long. on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like you made... <laughs>
0: such nice food i mean you know what i don't know because like i don't look back at the videos because honestly i just embarrass myself but um basically for those of you who don't follow me on instagram which is probably like a good chunk of you all because why would you want to do that um no follow manny oh my god man be a dog boop boop (laughs) no. now i need to tag your instagram yours has like numbers in it's priya 734 or whatever
1: Oh my god! Wow, that's actually like accurate. How did you know that? Oh, I don't know. know uh,
0: It's just because you messaged me so much. I'm (laughs) alright. well oh, we're on those levels god <laughs> fine friendship isn't it beautiful anyway back to <laughs> back to the story um so yeah lockdown was happening i was back in birmingham and i was really bored so i was like how can i manipulate the situation to entertain yeah. me and potentially other people um <laughs> so i just started like recording what i was making during lockdown on um yeah. instagram but like it was kind of just me going off on one about the world and then like featuring my 10 year old brother in there every now and then like, whilst I just forced him to do the work whilst I just yelled at him and spoke to the camera um, it was so a good time what your, what, sorry what
1: was your favourite thing to make
0: oh you know what I think I'm gonna go with the pizzas the pizzas were really really oh, yeah. nice like it was so yeah. simple as well because I think I got it from like Jamie Oliver's website so it, like if any no, Italians no. are listening please don't be offended like if you want I can just call <laughs> it like dough with tomato and cheese and vegetables on top instead of pizza um, <laughs> but yeah no it was so easy because like the dough itself was literally just um self raising flour and water it didn't have any nice. like any yeast or anything in it well I guess it's because it would they use self-raising flour but um yeah. yeah no so it was super easy to make like you didn't have to leave it or anything to really? rise yeah and then after that you just kind of like heat it on a pan threw on the toppings then threw it in the oven it was so simple but so effective
1: no because i i mean over lockdown so um is family basically made like Oh my god, they made the nicest pizzas. Like, Ooh. oh, it was. I think they did it with like semolina flour, and oh. I don't really know what the difference is between the flours. <laughs> uh, but it was so good. It was like that, like kind of like thin, crispy pizza. Mm-hmm. But like, also sometimes you do need a bit of substance. You need that dough. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, for sure. That sounds so good. So over <laughs> lockdown, were you like mainly staying at uh, your girlfriend?
1: Yeah. So I was like, I kind of basically did, like, a fit of both. So when, like, the restrictions lifted a little bit, I'd, like, go and stay with her for, like, a month because and, and, then the restrictions would, like, back down. Um, <laughs> and then, like, she'd come over to my house as well. But, like, it was really nice when I went to London because... Basically, lol. This is literally typical Edinburgh. Most of my friends are from London. Oh,
0: free so like,
1: I know, I know. So like, it was really nice because I actually got a chance to like see them and stuff, and spend time with them like socially distanced, and like get that takeaway point in. Am I right? Oh,
0: brilliant! Oh, that sounds really I good know. actually. Uh, but
1: that... also, the weather in London was so much nicer. It was so much hotter than Birmingham.
0: Yeah, I don't understand what it is about like London compared to the rest of the UK. I don't know, I'm guessing it's just like the I think it smog. might be geography, dude. Yeah. Something <laughs> something to do with like it being a big city and like I don't know, the atmosphere just keeping in the heat more. I don't know. Geographers, please don't hurt me. Anyway. Um yeah, London is like always on a mad one. It's always like seven London's degrees always hotter always than like anywhere road. else. Yeah. No, London's insane.
1: Like over lockdown as well. It was just People would just be be out here being crazy. Like, there was... I remember when, you know, the whole, like, social distancing thing was very, like, a novel construct, but then, like... Sorry, concept. And we were, like, I'd go to London, and I was, like, oh, my God, Mum, like, they just walk into each other. Like, they don't even observe the two metres. And, like, you literally see Edinburgh in the streets now, like, no-one cares anymore.
0: Yeah, that's wild. To be honest, I don't... I'm, When I've, like, spoken to my friends abroad and, like, what their countries are doing, it's really interesting to compare, like, how we've been so different to them. So I have this friend from Spain... And um, he's now coming to the UK to study and everything. So he's here now, finally. Um, So it's nice to have him back, you know, back on British soil. But anyway, so when he first got into his, like, university and everything, he was, like, walking around the street. And he was just terrified by the fact that people weren't wearing masks outside. Because in Spain, everyone wears masks outside as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he was just, like... I. i'm scared of getting corona from everybody i don't know what i'm gonna do um but it's okay because then he had to self-isolate for two weeks in his accommodation and he wasn't allowed to even just like go out for a walk like no no daily prescribed walk for him um so yeah (laughs) he went no
1: that's not the one like i can't even cope if i don't go outside for like at least one time during the day
0: yeah otherwise it's just too much like you know itching myself and everything
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, I know. You do yoga in the mornings and everything, though, like, you Um. do, you you properly live the dream. (laughs) Live the dream, I'm trying. You have your life so well put together, I'm sorry, you actually do. Oh, you know,
0: it's a facade, Priya, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I finally, I finally got you into thinking that I'm, like, better than I am. (laughs) No, basically. (laughs) So one of my flatmates from last year, um, Peter... He was really big on this guy called like Wim Hof. He was also known as Iceman Hof. Um, and he's basically this guy who's developed like some specific mindfulness techniques for like breathing and exercise and like cold showers and stuff and it's actually gotten really big so like he was on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Lab on Netflix at one point and lots of people are like claiming that he's cured their diseases or whatever or like just in general helped with anxiety and things like that and I think that they are trying to like look up like scientifically how it is helping like hormones and stuff um yeah but anyway one of the big things that he does is like this breathing exercise where yep. you kind of like take in really deep breaths like 30 times whatever so that you become yeah. over oxygenated um yeah and then like once you've done that you hold your breath for as long as you possibly can and I don't know it just like gives you really tingly like feelings and you can do this maybe like three four times however many times you want and eventually you'll be able to hold your breath for like a good three or four minutes and it's so wild your mind just tingles like I'm not lying it's it's a wild experience
1: are you serious like it actually works yeah yeah what? I didn't even know
0: that how do you hold your breath for four minutes honestly well it, it kind of develops so at first you'll probably like in the first round you'll probably hold your breath for about a minute and a half ish and then it will eventually yeah. like develop further and further and once you kind of hit like the two and a half minute mark you like serotonin is coming out of you like it's mad <laughs> It's so wild. It's like because
1: your body panics and it's like, just be happy and
0: let me have oxygen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so good. On Like, this isn't an ad or anything for him, but it's oh. wild. It's so good. Like, he has an app and everything called Wim Hof Method too. Um, oh my God. So if you download that, then you can do the breathing technique with him. So whilst you're breathing, he'll be like in through the body out through the mouth and it's so good it's so good oh i love it you know
1: what that reminds me of there's this um i don't know whether it, i think we've talked about it before but there's this um guy it was like on indian tv you know what's it called what's it oh my god
0: it's ramdev you know about, about, or you? something like that what was he? was it ramdev
1: i think so i want to say yogi but i think that's wrong. You know, he, he... <laughs> <laughs> He, he is a yogi, but his name isn't yogi.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, yes, his name is Ramdev yeah mm. you know what I'm talking about it's that guy who like is on like those like oh my god is it star TV or something yeah. and he sits with crossed legs and he just goes <laughs> and he just breathes <laughs> in and out oh
0: my god okay I feel like we need to give context to this because this is yeah, just way too oh. obscure Priya do you want to explain what star TV is and do then you know what? What I'm going to
1: give my nostalgic view and then I think you're going to give the accurate version because I remember this <laughs> when I was a child like so I used to go to my nan and grandad's house and my granddad is like really really into this man and basically he's like the indian equivalent of like mindfulness and yoga and meditation the indian
0: equivalent and i love that you're like saying that even though yoga is an indian thing that was appropriated by the west
1: oh i didn't know that banter look at me <laughs> whitewashed um but we love so the coconuts <laughs> i know we, we, we love the education but <laughs> so basically he like he sits there and he kind of just does like this like really intense breathing Um, and my granddad used to sit and do the same thing and my dad has this really funny story where like my granddad was just like they were in the living room and my dad was just like waiting to pick up my like cousin from like having like a tutoring lesson or something and um, my granddad was like really deeply concentrating and like he was breathing in through his nose and then suddenly when he like exhaled like this piece of like snot flew across the room and landed on the table and my dad just like saw it happen and he literally turned to my mum and was like I think it's time to
0: go. (laughs) Oh my god. Those breathing techniques, they were intense though. Let's be I know. Okay, so like to give context to this to Priya's nostalgia (laughs) Star T V was this particularly like big show that indian families used to watch it had like yes. the news it had tv series yeah. like dramas cooking shows meditation yoga stuff like had it all. yeah exactly like you didn't need anything but star tv in your life basically yeah, yeah. and this guy he was like particularly big um so his she, name was, was like a seven foot man he's
1: seven foot i think he's like really tall seriously I mean I might be making that up. You're you you Maybe
0: it's because you were young when you saw this that you were like, Bloody how <laughs> he is tall <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know whether or not he was seven foot, but he was he was a man. <laughs> yes he was a man with a very long beard yeah so he was like this re- he's this really famous yogi in india he used to have his own yoga meditation show but it's also wild because on his shows it wasn't just like him like talking you through breathing and everything he used to have this huge crowd of other people like yeah like he felt like an arena of people doing yoga with him it was so wild it honestly it was funny like a. Off-
1: following
0: yeah it was wa- oh my god basically my auntie used to watch this show all the time and i was fairly co- close with this auntie and my cousin so every time i used to have a sleepover yeah. with my cousins like at yeah. seven o'clock in the morning she would wake up and do this like yoga thing and yeah. like as a child, I used to wake up really, really early, but my cousins used to wake up like at 10 o'clock. So I'd be awake at half six and I'd go downstairs being like, can I have some Cocoa Pops? And, uh. I, <laughs> and she'd just be there like doing her breathing techniques. And every oh. time I got down, she'd always be like, come on, Manveen, do it with ah. me. I'm sure you'll love it. And it was honestly really terrifying because the way that he breathed, like, I don't know, there's something about yogis that they get to this like certain level of being so advanced. Yeah that eventually when they do their breathing techniques their stomachs like inflate and deflate so much and i just remember seeing yeah. his like really hairy stomach expand yeah, so yeah, much yeah. i was honestly so terrified i think i yeah, cried was he once topless?
1: i can't remember he
0: was topless
1: i think oh my god oh no because i remember he was like hella hairy
0: yeah super hairy but, you
1: know but he's wait, so sorry, popular Apparently, We yeah, I mean, don't was... mean to like body shame. If you're very hairy, like that's absolutely I mean, like
0: to be fair, like we are Indians. We're really hairy.
1: Yeah, we, oh my god, yeah. Oh, I don't even know what's in the gene pool, but, like, flipping out. I feel like an alpaca sometimes.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh oh, going on to a hair story. Here we go. Basically, because, <laughs> like, Western beauty standards are all about not having hair, except for, like, on yeah. your head and on your eyebrows or whatever. Um, yeah. And so, obviously, my mother has now gotten in with these Western beauty standards and everything. And yeah. I don't know, in general, Indians just really enjoy removing their hair, even though it doesn't yeah. really, like, go with our genealogy but we continue so I remember when I was like 16 and I was like you know kind of opening myself to being woke and a feminist and whatever and I was like thinking about all these like beauty standards and whatnot and I was like you know what why am I shaving my legs why am I like getting my eyebrows done and everything because my mum like took me to get my eyebrows done every month from the age of 12 whoa i know she was like you need to get your eyebrows done. you need to get
1: your upper lip waxed (laughs) oh my god i remember the upper lip shenanigans like okay so my mom was like nah you can't get your upper lip waxed because she was just she was like you know we'll get it lasered so i was like oh my god that's like even more intense oh my god but i remember my friend zara at school she'd like come in and she was like i just had my lip waxed like a new woman and like it would like go through this like stubbly stage where it'd grow back and it's like don't look at me don't just don't
0: So good, honestly. It was a trial for every Indian child in and Yeah, it really was. But yeah, no. I just remember when I was sixteen, I was like fighting get back. And me and my mum used to have such heated arguments about how really? I didn't want to like shave my legs or anything. And like by the time we were in sixth form in school, we could wear what whatever the hell we wanted. Yeah. So yeah. I always used to wear like cropped trousers or something that like revealed yeah. a bit of like hairy legs. And yeah. my mum used to yell at me so much. She'd be like, "Go <gasps> and change." now like what are you doing this is so embarrassing
1: <laughs> oh my god you know what, though, i think it really is like a uh, kind of like asian thing where like it's trying to conform to western standards especially because like i mean for my parents their uh, parents moved here from india so like for them it was very much instilled like you need to make sure you adapt to like western culture yeah which to like some degree like fair but also like no keep like parts of your heritage yeah but like my mom was very similar to yours like she would be like no like you know you need to make sure that like you know you shave your legs and stuff like this like it doesn't look nice Aww. and I mean i like I've re- had a really good conversation with her like I think it was like last year and it was so constructive and I was like mom like wow you're a changed woman Aww. and I sat her down and I was like look man I'm going to tell you why people don't need to shave their legs, because it's conforming to gender norms, and also, like, standards of living, which just are not correct. Yeah. And people should do what they want to do, and she was like, you know what, Priya, I respect you as a woman, and I respect your decision. Oh, that's such
0: a lovely conversation, honestly. I know, it was so nice. Oh, that's so joking. I wish my mum was like that, but she was like, no, no, no one's going to want to marry you, (laughs) this isn't womanly. what the hell are you doing?
1: Yes,
0: like, no was one so, will marry you, God. You know. I know it was it was so jokes, but like it's now gotten to this point where I was like, you know what? It's more important to save my relationship with my mother than to fight for my hair. <laughs> yeah, you know what? First, like,
1: it's, there's there's a massive thing of just keeping your mum happy. You got to do
0: it exactly. So, like, I've now decided to let her do whatever the hell she wanted um, with my hair and whatever. So now she's booked like laser hair removal appointments. <gasps> Yeah, me.
1: oh my god, I went for laser as well. Oh my god,
0: did you? How did yeah. you find where did you get it done?
1: So basically, um I didn't know whether I, you I told you this that my mom basically used to own like a clinic. Oh, that's um, so cool. Yeah, yeah, so she used to own like an aesthetic clinic when I was in sixth form. Um so she did like loads of the treatments. So she did like laser and all this stuff oh. and like facials and all this business. Nice. Um and, like, it was really cool, because when she was learning about it, she was like, oh, my God, Priya, like, you need to match with your Fitzpatrick, like, type of skin. And I was like, what the hell are you Word. talking about? What does that mean? But, so, like, not to go all, like, sciencey on you, but make sure when you, when you get your laser, it matches, like, I think we're, like, Fitzpatrick 4, which is, like, you're like, type of melanin in your skin. I think. Oh. I don't know. I, I mean, this was a while ago. I was told this information.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: and, like, certain types of laser can, like, for people of, like, coloured skin, can, like, it can mess with the pigmentation, so it can make you come out in, like, dark spots.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, because they get you to have, like, a test patch done first. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. And oh. um, so, it's basically, like, about that. So, my mum had, like, so she had, like, this really, really advanced laser where, like, it actually doesn't hurt. It's, like, pain-free as well. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and so like it. The, the way my mom would describe it is like it's not. It's it's pain free, but it's not sensation free. So like you could feel like it'd be like tingly. Yeah. But like it wouldn't hurt. Uh-huh. And so I got like I think I got my literal whole body lasered. Oh wow! And yeah, and like it is mad. Like I literally for like I think it was the whole of six form. Like I'd go on and off to like get like my arms and my legs lasered. definitely
0: miss an English lesson to go and get your hair lasered. Off
1: legit I would like my mum would be like oh we've only got an appointment for three 20. you're gonna have to miss like your last lesson of like psychology and I was like by me?
0: <laughs> these are the priorities here
1: <laughs> I know I know I was like well if I get to miss like you know a double psychology lesson which was I mean our school was the psychology department was so messed up like no one knew what the hell was going on oh really I
0: thought I always heard good things yeah. about the psychology department oh well <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, they like literally. I mean, the amount of teachers I went through, I think it was like five teachers in total. Who I went
0: through through like a year. Oh wow, that is not good. Oh, that's really peak. Oh
1: no, but no, how are you feeling about your laser experience?
0: Oh, it's actually all right. So, like, I go to let's do a plug-in for this place Zen Lifestyle in Brunsfield. I've heard of Zen. Hold on. You what?
1: I've heard of Zen Lifestyle.
0: Oh, yeah. I think they're, like, a chain because I think they have another one near Dundas Street, like, Princess Street. Yeah, right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They do,
0: they do. Yeah, so, like, I go to the one on Brentsfield and it's it's nice. The lady's nice to me, you know, so it's all nice. good. Like, I prefer... So I'm only getting my face done so that my mum can start yeah. telling me that I have a beard or, like, a moustache or something. <laughs> Jesus! no, know, right? It's jokes. Um. So, yeah, the lady's really nice to me and it's, like, such a different oh. experience to how oh, it nice. is in, like, an Indian beauty shop back in Birmingham oh, because, Jesus oh my god yeah
1: they're intense
0: yeah I like I just remember when I was like 13, 14 going to these beauty shops being forced by my mum to go oh. and I remember at one point I just cried when I walked in because I was like I don't oh. want to be here and the ladies they just like laughed at me because they were like they just knew that uh. I hated going so much but they were really oh. nice They were, they were really nice they just thought it was really funny oh, how god. much I hated going (laughs) and i was like to be fair i would i would laugh at myself too if i wasn't like in pain
1: (laughs) (laughs) would you get like the your eyebrows like threaded or would it be like waxed
0: um so I used to get the lower bit waxed and the upper bit threaded yeah. because yeah. Um, I thought that getting my lower bit threaded was really painful
1: oh it hurts because it's like near your like eye skin and it's like really sensitive oh, oh my god I'm getting butt tingles ooh butt tingles how <laughs> do <laughs> you <laughs> not get that when someone says something that makes you like feel uncomfortable no, and I get butt tingles I kind of get it within my
0: stomach never my butt Oh, I'm missing.
1: I get butt tingles and I go like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: missing out on something here I am <laughs> this oh, i know i need
1: to uh say something really gross and then you'll get butt tingles and you'll
0: be like oh i get what it is now oh uh, okay i'll keep i'll keep it in mind okay just like surprise me then like at the next point we say something gross and i'll see if i get the tingles
1: okay okay i'll i'll, I'll think of something i think of something. <laughs> oh god
0: but yeah no anyway i've got to this point now where i kind of enjoy having eyebrows that are fairly nicely like shaped you know so yeah, no, so, fair. so instead of going to um uh shop or anything especially just because since coming to edinburgh i just can't find a shop that's yeah. like good and also cheap so it i've just is. learned to thread my own eyebrows now which isn't oh. too bad i know if anybody wants them being done you know hit me up hit
1: you up at manvi what's your actual instagram is it manvi.dob no it's just manvi.dob it's really simple manvi-dob. yeah manvi.dob you gold Exactly. well in the description for this episode, I might just like we talk about beauty tips and techniques
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yogis.
1: <laughs> this has actually been quite a zen one of like meditation, beauty, and spa.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm quite enjoying this actually. Although I do, <laughs> I do have to admit, it was really jokes. So like on Tuesday. I went on a date, which was like unprecedented times oh! for me. I know, and it was really jokes because, like, at the end, the date was like coming towards its end, and I was like, "Yeah, sorry, I really have to go now." And yeah. he was like, oh, why?" And I was like, "Oh God, I've got a laser hair removal." <laughs> ah! <laughs> you could have said anything else, but you like, you know what?
1: Though I have was- you for keeping it 100% real. I
0: am real. I'm so. Real. I could have been like, oh yeah, I have a Spanish tutorial or something, but no, I was like, let me tell you about my hair
1: removal regime. <laughs> <laughs> Lol, that's so
0: funny. Oh, God. <laughs> was he just like, fair
1: enough?
0: He, I think he was really confused because, like, I don't think he's had. Hair removal, <laughs> yeah, except for like yeah. shaving or whatever. So he was like, "What on earth is laser hair removal?" So I had to explain the story of how oh it my god. and I also had to be like, "Oh yeah, my mum's making me do it because you know Western beauty standards. Am I right, ladies?" <laughs> but yeah no it was really jokes he, he was very understanding of of the, oh, the trials
1: that, he's, he sounds like a good guy he sounds like a good guy the one who
0: accepts laser hair removal
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> that's the standard which we are now evaluating all men <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: oh god but yeah no that, that's that one. that's my hot take on laser hair removal do,
1: that's that's the take on uh, the beauty tips mm-hmm. so i think also um coming off from uh, something that happened last week so for the people who like missed our show last week because we had like a technical difficulty where it couldn't be aired um we said we were going to play songs at the end of the show and it turns out um Zol, that we can't do that
0: (laughs) Um, i just love the way that you say lol in between your sentences like most people say it to the very end but you're like hey lol well
1: (laughs) it's because i'm just like yeah i'm such a mess Lol. (laughs) it's the
0: constant mood
1: it is a mood but yeah so that's the reason why in last like the last episode there wasn't any indian music in it um manny and i are going to try and figure out a way where we can play music
0: Maybe, Somehow. maybe in, like, the description we could at least suggest some music to play. Um, yeah,
1: oh my god, that's such a good idea. We'll be like, oh, play this song and you can search it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, okay, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but what's good your favourite song? It could be in- oh. Indian or English or, like, any any language, any culture you want. You
1: know what, I'm going to give you my favourite Indian song and then my favourite, like, kind of, like, british song. Okay. Um. So my favourite Indian song is at the moment oh oh it's probably one called um it's like you know what i don't even know how you pronounce it i think it's Chardí color i think Uh uh-huh i think I don't even know what it means. This is what I was saying. I don't understand a word of Punjabi. Like, I understand how to ask if I need water and food, which are the essentials in life. Uh, and I, I understand how to ask how are you. Because, I mean, for people who don't know, when you enter an Indian household, if you don't ask how are you, you're, like, outcast from, like, the extended family. Because you're considered rude. Um, so that's, so I don't know what that, it means. But I know that, like, the chorus, because my cousin was telling me, is basically, like, it's talking about, like, what it means to be Indian, and it's, like, a very, like, kind of hyped-up song. Like, it's, like, very kind oh. of excited and exuberant.
0: Oh, that sounds and, good.
1: I know. And then my favourite kind of Britishy song at the moment... Oh, OK, oh, my God. So all my friends are literally going to be like, of course you said this. Um, there's a really good version of Thinking of You by... Um, uh, I think they're called the... Um, I think it's my Sister Sledge, but oh, okay. um, it's basically this cover done by a guy called Joseph, oh, right. and it's like one of those, you know like those Spotify singles that they release? Oh yeah, I love those. It's a really good cover, like I would honestly, like it's just amazing, oh, like everyone yeah. will love it, it's just like universally loved.
0: Oh okay, you know what, I'm going to add it to the October playlist as we speak
1: do it because i think you'll actually really i think you'll definitely like it as well it's very relaxed and mellow Ah,
0: oh, amazing can't wait mm.
1: but same question to you what is your favorite songs
0: oh okay so let's go with my favorite indian song um so at the moment i really like this song called Tere Diwani, which Ooh. is spout t-e-r-i-d-e-e-w-a-n-i and it's kind of like this song about love and anguish and everything so the um chorus is all about kind of like I live by your name I'll die by your name and everything and it's kind of like wow. it's because of you like I'm crazy for you kind of thing um wow. but it's just like so so beautiful and it's really jokes because my dad when I was little he used to just have this one album of Indian yeah. songs that he would just play non stop. And this was in that album. And it was actually like a really good album. Even when I was seven, I was like vibing with it. do like that. <laughs> Come on. You, exactly. I was like, God, Dad, you got some real bobs here going on. Um, but yeah, no, but the point is like, just like Priya, like my Hindi was non-existent. My Punjabi was just about a thing. Um, yeah. but this song was in Hindi. So I didn't really grasp the lyrics properly, but I really enjoyed the songs. So I just used to kind of like mumble along, but I'm the kind of person who really enjoys singing a song out loud when the song is played. Yeah. So I just used to be in the car going like, <laughs> and my dad would be like can you shut up oh he's
1: like you're ruining
0: the song <laughs> yeah but it's such a bop i really like him um oh i'm um, gonna listen to that that sounds sick honestly do it it's so nice it's just oh it's beautiful it makes me it well, makes put me all cry these
1: songs in the description so that people can listen to them yeah
0: okay and then in terms of you know what like because because I'm a language student I really I really do like my international songs you know I try to like branch out and everything Um, you know what that's
1: impressive I want to branch out to more international songs you know what this
0: this can be like a really nice way of kind of just going on a journey of self-discovery with music this show I think we could do that um, i think we could definitely do that so for spanish like one of my favorite spanish bands um is this 80s group um called Mecano, which is spelled m-e-c-a-n-o and yeah. they just like have really nice like 80s pop kind of songs and it's really <sighs> interesting because like they kind of existed at the same time where in spain this the dictator Franco had just been kind of, like, yeeted away. He just died. Yes, and, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, as soon as he died, kind of democracy was restored in Spain and everybody was, like, having a lit time. And there's this whole the movement about, like, kind of Spain going in the other way of, like, its Catholic conservatism into, like, mm. complete, just, like, liberation. Um, wow. And so, like, they were at the height of this. So, like, it's really interesting to hear about, like, songs that they talk about and everything. Like, the, like, in one of their songs, it talks about, like, being kind of overweight but accepting it and everything and just like loving the oh, body oh really good i know i'll i'll put that song in it's called like ay que pesado which means like oh how he- how heavy <laughs> um oh, <blah. laughs> but yeah no it's it's such a good it they're like they're such a good band i really love them and then in terms of english music now I'm yep. not gonna lie. I am a really, really big Miley Cyrus fan. I think, oh my god, Manny! I genuinely think that she is like amazing, an amazing. Singer. Were you that?
1: Were you that type of person who, when Wrecking Ball came out, you were like, "That's it! I'm gonna become Miley Cyrus."
0: Lol. You know what? No. Like when she went through her Wrecking Ball phase, I didn't really like respect her. I only <laughs> I, I only started like respecting her when the song Malibu came out and like that album started coming out oh, and everything. Yes. No, that is a good song to be fair. Yeah, and like since then I've started getting into like I've started understanding her journey, you know, as an artist. (laughs)
1: yeah she did that thing for Black Mirror though they did like an episode kind of low-key like well high about her and like yeah. her escape from like being um, Hannah Montana
0: yeah it's so it, honestly like she's so good I feel like out of all of the Disney child stars like she's yeah. definitely grown into her own you know it's been a rocky journey but I yeah. really respect her for it and so yeah. like recently she released this song called Midnight Sky and I love that song I know right and so she went to i think in september to bbc radio one to like do a live session of like various songs and so her live lounge for midnight sky is just so so good honestly like all of her live lounges are just brilliant like i highly suggest i really rate miley cyrus like i you call me basic but she she's a talent
1: i feel like it's not basic anymore to say that you like um miley cyrus though because she's become so like I don't know, just, like, well-respected because she's really, like, broken out of her original mould.
0: Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, I think she's really, she just goes on a wild one, you know, she does whatever the hell she she wants and she doesn't really care what anybody else says, which I really respect and her music varies so much with it. Yeah. yeah no definitely
1: didn't she break up with her husband recently
0: <gasps> she did basically yeah. Uh, what
1: happened with that tea because i'm so confused they were like proper tight uh
0: well okay so i'm not quite sure but they met on the set for that film that they like shot when they were 17 um what was oh, it called it... the last song was it the last song the last song
1: yeah was it it the... is to imagine Liam? Hemsworth.
0: yeah liam hemsworth honestly yeah absolutely mad so basically like, they had an on on off relationship like from then onwards until they eventually yeah. got married um yeah. and then they got married but like i think the relationship only lasted for about nine months or something oh. um and yeah and then they broke up she released i think slide away or something which is also a banger um yeah honestly what a tumultuous affair
1: damn i didn't realize she was like oh i just
0: wanted to be happy you know i know right you know what one of the wild things is yeah that i used to watch hannah montana you know when i was little because yeah she was a bop um Uh. and i didn't realize until once the show had finished that billy ray cyrus and in the show billy ray stewart was her actual like dad
1: what did you not know hold on look at that. yeah <laughs> oh my god it's so late to the scene i've never watched hannah montana that's why i I literally only really knew about miley cyrus when she did wrecking ball
0: oh okay we'll allow you then that's all thank right thank you
1: thank you well, i was more of a ben 10 kind of person you know
0: oh were you ben 10 yeah. was good i really respected kids who liked ben 10
1: i i had the little like toy watch and i was getting really like convinced that mine had like the secret power to actually turn me into the animal
0: <laughs> that's um, so good Oh, I loved Ben 10. Ben 10 was a really great way of like, this is going to sound very like gender norm and everything, but it was a great way of kind of like bringing in a typical like guy's taste with like typical girl's taste. So I always found that like in the playground, a great, a great starting conversation with the boys was Ben 10. Do you watch Ben 10? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh my God,
1: no way you got the watch. Yeah. (laughs) I loved Ben 10. Oh my God
0: so good to be honest I feel like there was definitely like this divide between like the Disney kids and the CBBC, CITV kids as well
1: yeah there definitely was I mean I, mean, to be I like... was also the Nickelodeon kids
0: oh yeah but I feel like they're under the like Disney kids and stuff because you know you had to pay for that subscription yeah. for all of them um, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was like, <laughs> when I was 10, and you know, the 11 plus was coming up and everything. I, <laughs> I hate to hark back to the 11 plus. My parents cancelled the Disney <gasps> subscription. <laughs> oh my god yeah they were like you need to you need to study now sis and i was like this is ridiculous i was like i'm 10 here you you didn't get a break nah so i was not allowed to watch disney channel until i finished my 11 plus and i just watched disney channel all i wanted it was great that's
1: really tragic i can't lie i don't know how i would have coped
0: to be honest it was kind of good because like horrid henry existed and grizzly tales uh, for gruesome kids that was so yeah. good i loved that i think that was like the beginning of like my gothic phase <laughs> you know and then like from then on it was like a slippery slope to my chemical romance oh my god
1: yeah you know what i see i see the like the trajectory of
0: that
1: happening. <laughs> oh god who knew
0: that citv would have started it all
1: boom and that's 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 what that's all we have to say about disney
0: (laughs) oh my god okay so we are currently at the 46 minute mark of our show
1: beautiful
0: yeah we're doing quite well i'm impressed but like i don't know whether or not we can put songs into this one
1: i know that's what i'm thinking i think what we'll do is we'll try um and i mean if you're listening to this and there's no songs we failed um but if there are we succeeded.
0: Oh, well, well done to us either way for trying, you know. Yeah,
1: but no, so we'll catch you next week um, at Thursday at 4 pm mm-hmm. for ground time.
0: Yes, and I hope you had a really great time listening to us go off on one about laser Yogi. hair removal <laughs> and yogis and Ben 10. <laughs> <laughs> we like to keep the conversation varied, you know. But we like to keep it funky fresh. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, anyway, more of that to come next week, so yeah. Till then. then. Bye. Bye.